Welcome to another edition of Len's Burning Bush. I am Len Harvey. Before I bring on my guest for the week, I want to talk about what's really burning my bush. So we call people who like particular sports teams fans, right? Which is short, short for the word fanatic. Now, fanatic actually means a person filled with excessive and single-minded zeal, especially for an extreme religious or political cause. So you learn something on Lens Burning Bush all the time. So that means also that a person who likes politics are also fans or fanatics. So in my life, I am a fan of my teams, the Yankees, the Steelers, the Devils, the Knicks, whether you agree or not, those are my teams. But I've never obsessed to the point of it taking over my life. I love what the sports does, they bring to you. I, I really do. But life goes on. And this election, as well as the last one, I have seen way more political super fanatics every day to the point of almost being unhealthy. Now, every day getting upset with something, hey, life is too short, and you all don't have a podcast to get it off your chest like I do. So I would say, you know, just take it easy. You know, I get it. You're for the cause. You're for the candidate. But you will get through this. And even if by next week your candidate doesn't win or your favorite team doesn't win the big game, it's okay. Famously, Aaron Rodgers once said, relax. And as a coach of youth baseball, I always tried teaching that being a gracious loser is just as important as being a gracious winner. So showing humility is a trait that maybe will help everyone go forward. So on November 4th, can we all just please just remember we are all Americans and maybe we can all just get along because the only guarantees in life are death and taxes and we only get a certain amount of breaths in between. So with that being said, it's time to bring on my guest for the week. She is a singer-songwriter from the metro area of New York and New Jersey. She's got a new single on her website called Rise. You can download on Bandcamp. Let's welcome longtime friend and former co-worker, Carol Crittenden. Carol, welcome to Lens Burning Bush. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Len. How are you? Well, it's, it's great. And, and the singing career is taking off. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I've listened. You're a fantastic, it. much better singing voice than I can ever hope for. Uh, <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Oh, no, I don't want to. I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to sing. <laughs> okay. No, but okay. I'm, I'm happy. So what are your thoughts? Thank I mean, the, the word fanatic, right? I mean, I would just like people to all get along. I, I don't know why we can't. I try to be, I uh, want people to get along. I've been doing this. I complain about a lot of things, but I, I just get tired of seeing people getting so frustrated. Just go have a beer, relax, mm. right? And why is everybody I getting agree. so upset? I think that people become, it's, there's this huge divide where it's like my side or your side, and they forget that like we really probably have more in common than we realize. We really do. If we really sat down, like you said, and had a beer with somebody, yeah. and we really talked about real things, like... There's, there's no reason to get so crazy about stuff. It's, it's a little bit much. Yeah, it is. And that's kind of why I brought it up. I'm like, it's kind of bothering me. And, and I, I, I really have seen it more and more. I, because I saw this with sports. Mm-hmm. You would go. But see, what the difference with sports is, I could have gone into a bar with a Red Sox fan as a Yankee fan. Him and I mm-hmm. can go on and on. He could talk about no more. And he could talk about all this stuff. And, and we could talk about the Yankees. He could talk about Bucky F and Dent. And we can kind of have a conversation even and we can hug. I can go to I can go to Fenway Park. We can we yeah. can have a great conversation. Now I want my team to win. He wants his team to win. But we can all agree that we like beer 
and that's it. Like, can we say that? Right. right? Is that? I don't know. Then there's like the Coke and Pepsi. I know. And there's like, I mean, there's people that have very strong feelings. And I think it does not to get like serious, but like it depends on the topic, right? Right. Like there's music, there's, you know, people get fanatical about things and it can be a little crazy, but it can be an all in good fun. But then there's like the more serious stuff where it's like it becomes fanatical and like dangerous and scary and not not like worthwhile and not constructive. And that's the part that gets a little bit scary. Well, that is a perfect segue into what's leading up to next week, which Mm. is Halloween. Yeah. Of course, right? Of you, course. The trick-or-treating, the uh, the scary movies, everybody's going to watch Halloween. The first one in 1978 with Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael oh, Myers yeah. movie, very scary movie. But I had, I had talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago on one of my episodes, and I can't remember which one because I, I do so many of them now. But I, <laughs> I, I did mention that one of the scariest movies I've ever seen is The Exorcist, and I would oh. never watch that again. I would not recommend yeah. anyone watching it. It's just yeah. terrible. I mean, it's I a great movie. I, ever got, I don't yeah. think I ever got fully through it because it's just was so It's so creepy. bad. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. And I think that's stuff that, that you could relate. Not, I don't know. It's a little more realistic than Mike Myers with the, you know, the mask on. Right. right. There's something spookier about it when it's like this whole supernatural crazy thing. It's yeah. Yeah. So Halloween is coming up and I don't know if it, what it's like, because I've been in, I've been in Kentucky for uh, probably, what was it 2001? So we're 19 years in. Wow. And yeah, it's been a long time since I've been in the New York, New Jersey area living, right? I, yeah. I've been back. We've gone. You never know it by listening to you talk, though. Of course not. Oh, There's no, you're never going to, you, you can so. take the boy out of Jersey, but you can't <laughs> take the Jersey out of the boy. But, right. but anyway, um, I, I look at uh, the differences of Halloween. And one of the things that I noticed immediately when we moved here, because our kids were small, uh, Stephen was one at the time, and Jenna was born a couple of years after. So one of the things I noticed is that they started with trick or treating. It was always 6 to 8 p.m. only on Halloween. And sometimes, yeah, and sometimes other subdivisions or other areas would have it on another night. And I'm like, Was it like a designated Yeah, it's designated. That's it. From 6 to 8. And it's still like that today. And even with COVID, I I think we were trying to get it to get extended. On a Saturday, it should be all day. I mean, that's. Oh, right. I, I mean, I mean, come Saturday on, the poor kids. Yeah, 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 it should be a free no, for all. But what are your thoughts? What is it like in Jersey? Is it still like when I was a kid, you just trick or treated after school and you would go all day? You know, there's a certain etiquette, I think, where you don't just like, like the town is open up during the day. So after school, you would like go to all the different businesses and it would be like a whole fun, yeah. festive kind of vibe in the town. And then you would go in the evening. But usually by the time the darkness was setting in, the kids would kind of like... You know, yeah. the, or the or the big older kids that were questionable, like, oh, should you really still be trick or treating? Those really big kids would start coming out, and so the little kids would kind of go away. But I love Halloween. I know, I love this time of year. Yeah, it's it, it's fun. You put on the costume, and now with the COVID, with the mask, it's a perfect segue. I mean, come That's on. That's what right? I've been saying. I mean, it's, <laughs> they, they should let them do everything. Put the mask on, and then you get the candy. You just throw it at them, right? That's, That's right. right. Just, just throw it at them. them. Yeah, like, <laughs> like the candy from you know, it's kind of like what they do in the parade. You got to go pick it up. Right. I don't like parades, but candy I like. Perfect solution. (laughs) I agree. I think we should be pelting each other with candy. Pelting each other with candy. Everyone for themselves. Now, everybody likes to have a little bit of a party on Halloween also, right? Have you gone gone to your costume parties over the years? You know, uh, you know, with uh, only being 25, you haven't gone to too many. But um, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But did you know that there's an etiquette for Halloween parties? Did you know this? So what what the etiquette I mean is that. Yeah. Did you know that according to uh, Kate Drees, she wrote an article. Uh, about this she says that you should never 
schedule a Halloween party for after Halloween because that's November. So you have yeah, to schedule it the weekend. If it's like with, with this, this year it's, it falls on a Saturday, so it really yes. doesn't apply, right? But if Correct. it, it you fell, Friday night party, yeah. Saturday night party, exactly. parties in a row. It's but if it's like on Tuesday, you got to have it the weekend before. You can't have it the weekend after. I didn't know Agreed. that there was a, a rule. Did oh, you know? I, abs- I didn't know of a, as a rule, but it just seems like common sense to me. Like that, yeah. would, it would not be cool to have it after the fact. So, so I wholeheartedly agree. Okay, well, you know, no full-fledged Halloween parties after the thirty-first, <laughs> so you can't have it. You have to call it call it something else. I guess after Halloween, you have to call it November or whatever. Snow- yeah. Yes, November the first. <laughs> harvest thing, so it's like harvesty and Thanksgiving's impending yeah. and all that. There are some people that actually will f- put up their Christmas tree after Halloween. Which is yes. interesting, right? I guess they want That's to get their money's worth. That's a bit much worth. for me. That's a bit much for me. I yeah. know people do it right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, Thanksgiving is the appropriate time, but there are people that put it up earlier. Right. Which I yeah. think in this in this whole uh, time, I don't have a problem with that going up early. I, I I've had a problem with rushing my summers, mm. rushing a yes, lot of I've things. Heard that. Yeah, I've heard you talk I don't about like that. to I don't like <laughs> to rush things. I like because yeah. I think you need to take it step. But with Christmas. I don't really mind it that much because it's... You know, I've loosened up in my old age about Christmas, actually, because it does. The season goes so fast and you want to fully and thoroughly enjoy that tree and the lights and the twinkle and the... Yeah, it really is something to enjoy. So even though I I have gone on and on the record has said, don't rush anything, I will say you can put up your Christmas tree whenever the heck you want. How about that? Mm, Like November 1st. too far. Well, I I think people complain. I mean, I know September's a little early. But yeah, as we get October, but let's what? enjoy fall. Yes. Okay. Fall is All such right. a short season as it is. And it's so beautiful. And I don't know. All I right. don't know. I, I might be a little fanatical. No, about no. This, you're, this is why we have this. Con- me up. <laughs> this is why we have these conversations. I can be swayed. Come to an agreement. All right. Okay. We can go. See, how about, how about this? How about this? Yeah. After November 15th. Does that, that help you out a little bit? Right before Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving. I I don't have a problem with it. Right after Thanksgiving. I I think that we have to give each holiday its due. But the day after Thanksgiving, but in the past, I would have said not before December 1st. So I have loosened up. The day after Thanksgiving, or even Thanksgiving night, if that's your jam, then if that's what you want to do, I would not have a problem. Okay. Otherwise, I will silently judge you. All right. Well, you know, know, people can do what they want. We can judge people (laughs) for that. I I can understand. I'm a little more lenient. Carol's a little more strict. It's okay. This is why it works. This is why it works. So this is something that's going to get you excited as a singer, as a songwriter. You you probably remember, you're a little young for this, but I, I hope you do remember, because I do. Um, in, in the tri-state, if you grew up in the 1970s or the 1980s, there was a show on WPIX 11 called mm-hmm. The Magic Garden. Do you remember that? I love that? that show, Carol and Paula. I, I love it that you Carol. remember this, see? So, so Carol and Paula, Carol Demas and uh, Paula Janis, stars of the iconic series The Magic Garden, Magical. told PIX 11 Morning News last week that they're currently developing a new animated version of the show. Animated so, version? Yeah, a little bit. So the duo d- could not reveal details yet, but they said they're excited to bring the show to a new generation of children. And Janice joked it would be fun to be animated because there would be no wrinkles. Of course, that's uh. a little bit of a joke there. <laughs> uh, now, the Magic Garden, I don't know if, you know, those of you that are listening that are from other parts of the country might not have seen it. But it was from 1972 to 1984. It ran for 12 years on WPIX 
in New York. Came a staple. I just, I loved, I loved it. And apparently Mariah Carey did too. I don't know if you've heard this, but. I have not heard yeah, this. Yeah, listen to this. The, the, the Lady Show was recently buzzing on social media after pop music legend Mariah Carey mentioned the show as part of her childhood in her best-selling new memoir, The Meaning of Mariah Carey. It said, Carol and Paula, I love you guys so much. You made my entire life. Carrie said in a Twitter video that went viral last week. So, wow, amazing! The Magic Very Garden. Nice validation from Mariah Carey. Look at look at that. <laughs> See, I, I you know there's certain things in your childhood that just stand out. That was one of them, right? I watched. That was one of them. That I was did, a special show. If you haven't seen it, yeah. you need to go YouTube that show yeah. because it is just amazing yeah a magic garden they would sing and they would was, i was a carol fan but you know i paula I was, was nice too. too i did not have a problem with either one uh I but i i liked uh, i liked the show and i'm glad that fanatical they're fanatical about it no i was i'm like, never fanatical okay. well i'm fanatical about the show but i'm not fanatical about everything <laughs> let's put it that way That's so but they had the chuckle patch yes and they had like the little the little, little squirrel, squirrel in yes the tree, and they yeah. would swing on swings and sing songs and it was just magical it was yeah. that's why they called it the magic garden hence the name ah. look at that See? Ah, you, very deep. You, very, very deep, ex exactly. So good news. Magic Garden fans will have uh, a new show. And hopefully you could bring, if you've got little kids, uh, your your son's at eight. But, you know, yeah. I think they, he would still enjoy it. I think. It, I bet he would. Yeah, he loves music. It's fantastic. Yeah. So uh, with everything that's gone on in 2020, that's a good part, right? That Magic Garden coming thing. back, that's a good thing. But apparently Neil deGrasse Tyson is giving us a bummer. Like he's, he's totally going uh, to where... I didn't think he would go, but he's actually saying now, he's warning all earthlings. Now, you know Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? Okay. Yes, I do. Right. Well, he's apparently saying that there's an asteroid uh, that may be heading for our planet before Election Day. Ugh, he's saying, so apparently, mean. yeah, he said that, that he posted a photo of a giant rock hurtling toward Earth with the caption, Asteroid 2018 VP1, a refrigerator-sized space rock. Ugh. At more than twenty five thousand miles per hour. Interesting. But is this one of those like Inquirer asteroids coming and then that never hits? Right. I notice these things every now and then, which is a good thing that they never seem to kind of hit and destroy the world. But it gets everybody all crazy. I don't know. Well, you think it's a real. Uh, I mean, concern? I don't want. I don't want everybody to get concerned. He says that it may buzz cut Earth on November second, the day before the presidential election, but it's not big enough to cause harm. So if the world ends in 2020, it won't be the fault of the universe, according to him. So, okay, okay. It, it, so positive things. But I just find it interesting. <laughs> I saw that story on it was on TMZ. Of course, when you have to enjoy TMZ yes. for what it is and real, um, TMZ. real TMZ and Neil deGrasse Tyson. I mean, I like Neil. I, I, yeah. I, oh, he's I, very likable. I, yeah. I enjoy uh, all of the things that he gets. He was on the Big Bang Theory and a couple of, he's mm. he's been all over the place. But yeah, uh, he's but been the, getting around. That he's guy. been getting around. So so Neil deGrasse Tyson, the world is not ending. Hopefully not. But we might see an asteroid or might see something coming Man. down and, and hit us. But I wouldn't you know, nothing would surprise us these days. Right. It's Did you expect to talk about asteroids and stuff like that on Lens Burning Bush? I, I didn't think you would. Right. Not. See, this is I'm branching out. You know, I'm trying to get new topics. <laughs> We're trying to get new topics. Most people think I only know sports. But see, there's other things in, in, in my life. But that's good. good. Speaking of other things, <laughs> speaking of yes. other things. So um, in, a, in a kind of a reality show, oranges is 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 the new black in a reality mm. show mm -hmm. uh in a previous episode we talked about Lori lachlan aunt becky mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. going from full house to the big house oh nice right? nice yep yeah yep. full house to the big house well apparently yep. uh her date is fast approaching to go to prison 
is it? Yeah. What did it, what did it, what did it, what was the uh, upshot with that? So how long is she? I think it's only two did, months. You know? uh, I, I don't think it's okay. too long. Uh, okay. According, she pleaded not guilty. Uh, let's see, her and her husband, uh, you know, pleaded uh, not guilty from five hundred thousand dollar payments. And let's see, she's got part of her sentence. She must complete a hundred community hours, a uh, hundred hours of community service, as well as pay a hundred fifty thousand dollar fine and a hundred dollar assessment. And she is a ser- serving. Uh, 60 days is what what yeah. it says here. So uh, that's not too bad. But the interesting yeah. thing about this is Bob Saget has come to her defense a oh, little really? bit. Oh, really? Yeah, he what basically does Bob says. What Saget have to say about Well, this? he just, you know, Bob Saget says, you know, she, Lachlan's mistake doesn't change how he feels about her in the least okay. bit. He says, I love her. It, it's something that causes me not to love this person, you know, question mark. And I love her. He said, she is a sweetheart. And I well, think that's fair. That's a dear friend well, of his. So you're not going to turn your back on. So, you know, it's I uh, I really think personally that that Lori is part of the problem with parenting. And it's not mm-hmm. it's 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 the thing that everybody does. They want their kids to have better than they had. Mm-hmm. But when you realize that your kids are not very smart, you can't really use money to help them get smarter. Right. It's just the way it is. It's okay if they go to community college. Nothing wrong with that. It's also right. okay to get a trade, right? It's it's okay to do that. But would you go to jail? To but if spe- it's not, the, yeah, I mean, go ahead. Would you go to jail for your kid like that? I I think the the only way the kid's going to learn if the kid goes to jail for it, not the parents. Right, right. And it's it's just the values that it's teaching the kid is that like this is so important that it's worth cheating for. It like totally undermines any good job you're doing there right you know and i i'm sure Lori lachlan meant well i i think the idea is but but see when you look at it at they're putting all that money in they think that their money is going to buy anything and and some of that's that right. that's the greed part right i think the the judge had told her that uh you know you had this wonderful life you have wonderful kids and yet that was not enough for you. Right. And that's the culture, right? It's the culture that thinks that that one thinks they can get ahead in those ways, that that they value that to such a degree. And that's really unfortunate. My question, has she shown any remorse about it? Has she made any statements about it? I I I haven't followed it for a while. Not really. I haven't seen anything coming from her. I guess she finally, you know, admitted uh, she was willing to take her punishment. But I, I don't think she's really come out and said, you know, I'm really sorry for this. I'm that. But I think it's hard for people to step out of their bubble, out of their world of what, of just how they see the world. And, and she probably felt justified. Like she was just probably doing her best and thinking this was acceptable in some weird, twisted way. Yeah. But it just says a lot about the culture. It is. Me. It's about the culture. Exactly. It's about the way we parent now. It mm-hmm. is everybody's kid is a, is a Jubilee Award winner. Everybody mm-hmm. puts their, oh, my wonderful son, I can't believe the way you've turned out. I can't believe my right. daughter, the way she's turned out. It's fantastic. I always like to say, if everybody was that good, there wouldn't be so many idiots in the world. But that's, <laughs> that's true. I mean, it's just, it, there's, I, I don't know. I, I, my kids, I, I, every once in a while, you'd always want to put on social media, you know, that, uh, yes, uh, Stephen got a C. And, you know, that would yeah. be okay, right? It, it's but okay. It is okay. So yeah. what? Like, yeah, I just think that the emphasis we put on on all that and being successful and what does success mean and all that, it can be a really hard thing because not everybody's good at the same things in the same ways. And instead of celebrating that and finding people's differences and different talents and different ways of learning, it's not all the same. So it would be lovely to be able to 
celebrate those things more. Yeah. Well, we, we had an episode that we talked about every day seems to be a celebration nowadays. And I talked yeah. about the trophies. <laughs> yeah, you get a trophy now because you vote. You get a little sticker. That's it's annoying. Right. You get it's a trophy for everything. My <laughs> daughter got an 11th place ribbon one time for cross country. She was 11th out of 11 girls. I mean, wow. it's just a nightmare. Everything. Wow. Everything is celebrated. <laughs> but we celebrate every day. There's a national everything day. I mean, yeah. I had a show on that. It was national everything day. You can go back and listen. That and apparently on my birthday is blueberry pie day. Like whoop de do. Oh, well, that's not bad. Do you it, like blueberry pie? I do, but they not served your birthday. Yeah, and I, like blueberree pie, and you didn't like it. That would not be cool. I I don't dislike blueberry pie. I like every kind of pie personally. Okay, but I wouldn't have a day for it. Like blueberry pie right. is kind of like secondary, right? It's just. <laughs> I mean, it's not like <laughs> banana cream pie. It's not like as exciting oh, as coconut custard pie. But yeah, but blueberry yeah. pie apparently is my day. So. Yeah. <laughs> that is the way it is. I gotta. I guess I have to deal yeah. with it. But but anyway, there's a day for everything. There was a, a back in October, a back in um, early in the month of. I think it was September. I'm trying to think. I, maybe it was early October. It all but, blends. Yeah, together. it all it's blends really together. Okay. It, exactly. But apparently, there was National Black Dog Day. So really? we have a black dog, so we have to celebrate National Do Black Dog Day. Oh, that's so nice. Did you make him a blueberry pie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dogs are not allowed to have blueberry pie, but. Anyway. <laughs> No fair. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, with all this COVID stuff going on, there's also things that are that are thriving. Social yeah. distancing things, right? People are toilet buying paper sales. Toilet yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Scott tissues <laughs> on sale, I think, at Amazon. Oh, okay. So go order uh, right after this. You're gonna order all your toilet paper. Hopefully don't don't take too much. Like we don't I don't Yeah, people. I yeah. mean, stop hoarding the stuff. Although the grocery stores apparently are coming out now and saying that they're worried about another wave of people hoarding. So they're then that's going to make people start. Hoarding I know. I like, know. Everybody's hoarding. There's going to be a shortage and uh, everyone's going to go. Nuts. I just never needed that much stuff. I just don't know. Toilet paper. No. I mean, we have oh. enough. You know. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. We that's have enough. Important. <laughs> what about you? Do you have enough toilet paper? These are yeah. We, we stocked up a while back. It was, it, it's, there was a comfort to it. I have yeah. to say, because well, it was starting to get like crazy how you couldn't find things in the stores. So. I know. Well, the things were social distancing. People are buying RVs now. I went ahead and yes. bought more motorcycles, which I'm learning to uh, ride. And we're going to, you know, we talked about that in the episodes. I'm still learning. Have um, you got a leather jacket yet? Uh, I have a jacket. Susan just got a newer jacket. Uh, not a oh. leather jacket, but yes. I'm, I've got the leather gloves and the helmet. So okay. I am uh, officially yeah, getting cool. to that point. All right. One would Go never have thought that I would uh, be riding a motorcycle ever. Have you been on a motorcycle before? Before this past month, no. But yes, wow. now I have. Yes. What sparked it? I'm sorry I have to take over, but okay. I want to know. My neighbor Odin, is. Um, he had a Harley that he had, and then he traded it in. He went ahead and bought this uh, bike. It was a touring bike. Uh -huh. uh, nice white touring bike. It looked awesome. So I just, for some reason, Susan always wanted to ride. And I've always yeah. said no. I was like, ah, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And finally, I saw this bike. I'm like, you know, it got me a little more to where that would be a bike that I would feel comfortable on. Or at least mm. a touring bike would be more. Now, I can't really, as a first-time rider, that is not a bike I'm going to go buy, right? Mm -hmm. Because as a first-time rider, you want to get something that's a little bit smaller, a little less poundage. Yeah. You know, it's because yeah. it's, you got to learn, right? But so after that... We went to the dealership the next day and got educated. And then after about a week, we were we signed up for classes and 
I said, let's just go down and see what they have. And we, I bought a used one and we got another one. So we got two bikes. So wow. that was part of the, yeah. So the That's motorcycle exciting. age, it is very exciting. Cause at, yeah. at, you know, at some point when you get older, the best part about certain things is learning new things. Right. And, and mm. after a certain point in life, you don't always learn new things. It's kind of humdrum. You got to keep finding new things. Yeah. Yeah. So this is my new thing. And at, you know, at 52, I guess I figured out how to, you know, this is what I've got to learn to do. But uh -huh. I, you know, so that's, uh -huh. so motorcycle, anything that you're doing that you haven't ever done before? Well, I'm still kind of honing my craft. I mean, it's funny because I've been doing it for so long, but like just the songwriting and the guitar playing and all that stuff, I've been taking advantage of the COVID days myself yes. a bit. And, you know, there's a bit more quiet time to settle into that kind of thing well, but that's exciting i'm i'm uh, be careful though oh of course yeah no, no, no i know it's everybody tells me the same thing and i i, know. I am not <laughs> going to out. i am not going to ride until i know how to ride and i'm not going to get on the highway until you know yeah. there's it, there's a lot of crazy people that drive and i i totally get that because i see them yeah. in the cars but there is something yeah. that social distancing seems to be exploding with so hmm. um another tmz thing but this is their sports department uh they've learned that surfing has exploded what people really? try with social distancing so they spoke to several people apparently the surfboard industry is on fire Interesting. yes i would never have thought now it makes sense surfing yeah, is outdoors saying, right? right it's yeah. social distancing yeah it's rather you inexpensive can't. right yeah you can't be too close to each other because then you'd like bump into each other and so it keeps you apart you're out in the outside that that makes a lot of sense now you really can't surf in new york new jersey or even in kentucky because first of all we have no water here but in jersey right. at least you have the ocean but yeah you're you're i'm just not going to see you in the winter surfing right that that would be for hawaii no. or california Pacific. yeah right, but, or right. florida but there's been a definite increase um in the number of board requests even eastern lines surf in new jersey has says hmm. that they've had a higher demand compared to the last couple of years, which is, you know, helping out in the whole COVID. So there, there's not always yeah. horrible things like the mask industry was created. There's always something that comes yes. out of bad, right? That's true. It is true. There are certain industries that are thriving and others that are just really struggling. Oh, I know. The restaurant but, industry yeah. is one of them. And I, I tried yeah. to do my part this past uh, week. I, w I was in Las Vegas and uh, went to Sinatra's restaurant in the Encore Hotel. And I got to tell you, fantastic. And then yeah. Hell's Kitchen was great in uh, Vegas as well. So if you're ever in Las Vegas, you've got to uh, go to those places because oh. I, I love good restaurants. And I, you know, I do, too. It's one of my greatest joys is just going and enjoying a good meal. Yes. Yeah, so I like when people take care of me. I really do. Yes. I, I, I just, very nice. I don't like, you know, because it's like the whole problem with the COVID thing was, ordering the takeout, taking it home, and still having to clean up. Yeah. I don't it's like not quite that. the same. No. And the food always gets a little bit colder. It's not quite as warm as it was when they come bring it to the table. And it's just not, it's not quite the same. No. And Taking that's. get out of boxes. And, yeah. I don't, I don't like that. I really don't. I like to, I, like, yeah. I love the whole restaurant, bar experience. And I saw something in Las Vegas that would work in the bar. <laughs> and hmm. I think we need to do this. So they've got. On the at the casino, right at the tables, mm -hmm. they have these plastic divider kind of deals where they, 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 you have, you know, you can put your hand underneath it, huh. and it covers your your whole like area. So the dealer, everybody's got their mask on, and then you've huh. got your mask on, but it also has the plexiglass divider kind of deal. 
smaller. Okay. Um, I remember seeing that year. I mean, banks used to have something like that where that you can put the money underneath and you could right. talk to the person sure. at the movie theater. You the know, in, in, you know, in it, why can't we bring holes. that back for the bars? Just have for each well, of the, the locations. But like, doesn't that just protect the dealer or the bartender or the person? What it, about all the it, it would protect both, I think, wouldn't are, it? Well, if it's getting people. Aren't people like gathered at the bar? Well, yes, but if you have separation or... with the oh, but pla- like different slots. Yeah, for different each slots. Yes. Ah, yes, yes, yes. yes. That's, that's my that point. That is good. I see. So I that see. we can invent that. Maybe we become you know pretty rich and invent yeah. these things. So we can have it for every yeah. every. Shh. I mean, Stop shh. exactly, about it. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that would help. I mean, you know, again, I'm all for. I I think my my issue with a lot of this is kind of the, like I was on an airplane, right? And everybody, mm. and, and, and they did a nice job. They had uh, didn't sell the middle seat. Very nice. Oh, okay. And uh, we had Comfort Plus because I will never f- fly coach again. I just I, I can't do it. I can't, can't do it anymore. I'm tired of it. It's like a Greyhound bus in the sky when you fly coach, yeah. right? No, it's gotten worse and worse. Yeah, it's exactly. like they're trying to make it less comfortable. Yeah, they make it even yeah. older. Yeah. So, you know, you go on an airplane and you've got, you know, 70 of your closest non-friends, right? Right. Um, a hundred of your non-closest friends. But, you know, it's interesting. They can do that and they can kind of keep that kind of safe. But we've had trouble with schools. We've had trouble with other things. Like, is the, you know, that's the whole thing. Like, how do we, how do we keep everybody safe? I don't know. I mean, right. That's, well, that's the problem. It's this whole new thing that yeah. nobody quite knows and where it changes and it evolves. And then people think, oh, well, you said this last week, but it's like, we're learning. The scientists are learning still. So, yeah, the whole scary part is it being in the air and filtering through the air. But I, I haven't heard a lot of issues on airplanes. No, there hasn't like, been. It seems like the natural place where it would be a Petri dish I, just waiting to, like, infect everybody. And I have but, always thought that, that I've gotten sick because of airlines. I used to fly all the time, yeah. and I always felt like I got sick after I flew. Like there would yeah. be a cold. Be or pop an airborne. Pop it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But maybe, maybe the air filters are better now. Maybe so. And maybe we could do those kind of air filters in hotels and maybe we well, could. Well, yeah, I yeah. think that's something we should be doing for sure. I don't know. But in, in Las Vegas, stuff. by the way, they have masks on all the time. Um, and even Which, outside. Which, by the way, you used to never, you used to not be allowed to wear a mask in the casino. Well, of course now, not. They, now they In the banks, yeah. You can't, casino. yeah. Don't be out there robbing the banks now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wearing your mask and everything. So, yeah. so Carol, I wanted to bring you on too, because I know that you've got your album and your songs and everything. And I, I want people to love you the way I do. So Aww. why don't you um, give a little plug for your music and, you know, let people know how they can yeah. find you. Oh, well, thank you. Um, so you can go to carolcrittenden.com. I will spell that for you. Yes, <laughs> please do. Yeah. C-A-R-O-L-C-R-I-T-T-E-N-D-E-N.com. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Carol Crittenden Music, on Facebook or Instagram. Um, those are kind of the best ways. I'm on Spotify. and Yeah, check That's, me out. Oh, I love it. <laughs> do you, you don't want to do your uh, new song here a little bit, a couple of bars where you got your guitar um, now. You don't have your guitar. I have my guitar nearby. Well, totally com- come on. Good. I mean, this is this is what we do. Come on. Let's, <laughs> All right. Let's let's, let, let's hear a little bit of uh, Carol and uh, and your new song. Right. Let's let's make sure right. we, we get a little bit uh, of Carol and her new song Rise. Right. Is it Rise? Yeah, did I get that rise. right? Did I, did I? Absolutely. All right. You totally I'll, did. I'll shut up for a few minutes and you, you, you right. play. I'll just do like a, a just the chorus. Real okay. Quick. Today we cry. Tomorrow we rise 
Today we cry, but tomorrow we rise. Wow, that was, I have I have my my hair on my arms is standing up. That was so good. That was so good. Please go and go to her website, carolcrittenden.com. Rise, her new single. And just, you're you. such a good person. And I hope, uh, you know, the music seems to be going well. And I love that, you know. Thank you. Yeah, Car- Carol really and I worked nice. together at an advertising agency back in the yes, day. Yes, we did. It was uh, my first job. Yes. I was still in college. I, I, I know. walked in as an intern. And, and, and look uh, at that. You were like my pal. Yeah. My first, like, real professional experience. It's great. Yeah, well. <laughs> I hope that you uh, sell a ton of of records. Is it records now? It's not records anymore. What is it? Just it's very rarely records. Yeah, exactly. It's just kind of a. a, a it's like listens uh, yeah, on Apple Music. Are you on Apple yeah, Music? Sadly. I am. Yeah. Okay. Apple music, Spotify, all the. No, I subscribe spots. to Apple Music. Can I download the song on Apple Music? You should be able okay. to. And well, if you can't, let me know. <laughs> for those of you even older than me, you can find it on Apple Music, right? Yeah. <laughs> To right. find it anyway, you can you, but can, you could buy a yeah. CD if you really want to. Well, I will do that because what I do now is I have a lot of friends that that uh, a good friend of ours. They have a house party every year, where oh. every couple every like two two a year, two or three maybe, and they have oh. uh, artists that come and they bring their CDs. So what I do, I mm-hmm. keep one computer in the house that is old as the hills that has yeah. a CD-ROM recorder in there. Yeah. So I put the music, I record in the CD. And then I have what is called Apple iTunes Match. And then I load the song into my cloud. And the song then is available on all my devices. See, you're more high tech than I am. Well, I still can't get it together. Well, that's that what stuff. you need to do. So you need to yeah. get the music. So you buy the mu- the music from your artist. For Which is a very nice thing oh, to do. You I have to. I so appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. We, we, and there's something nice about having the physical CD. I don't yes, know. I love the CD. We, we yes. keep it and uh, we like having the CDs. But uh, I think, you, you know, support the local musicians because it's very important. So. Yeah, uh, I yeah. appreciate you coming on and, and dealing with me on a on this day. But uh, you can like Lens Burning Bush on Facebook at Lens Burning Bush and follow at Lens Burning Bush on Twitter as well. You can listen on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, iHeartRadio. Tune in, and of course, you can ask Alexa. Alexa, play Lens Burning Bush, and that will do. <laughs> that will work. Uh, apparently it will work. We, she'll do anything. She'll, she exactly. That, the, she's a little bit of a hoe, but okay. What are you gonna do? Uh, but she'll do anything. She's uh, and I'm in the 26 states now, District of Columbia, plus a few downloads in the UK, Ireland, and Ooh, Germany. You know, I, yeah, Germany and Alberta, Canada, just recently. So I don't know. I very mean, nice. th- we don't know where this is gonna go. We don't know where this is gonna go. But you know, I, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate it. And thank you so much for coming on. It was great to catch up for a little bit and. Um, you know, keep us posted on your music. I'm sure as these go on, I'm going to run out of, uh, you know, I've done 29 episodes. I'm going to have to have repeat people on. So we're going to, oh, we're going to do this again. Oh, recycle. Oh. oh, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll have to have that guy back. Oh yeah. He's terrible. But I mean, even the best have guests on more than once. Even Johnny yes. Carson had the yes. guests on multiple times. When you have a good one, like Rodney Dangerfield, you got to put him on again. Right? That's right. So if I have a good one, like well, Carol Crittenden, I got to bring her on. One more time. Well, thanks to Carol Crittenden. Thank you. I'm Len Harvey. We'll be back again with another episode of Len's Burning Bush next week. So long.